episode eight. We are almost at the end of my December 10. So um, today's episode is called Hitchhiker to Driver. So what am I talking about here? Now, um, when I uh, lived on the streets and um, had to sort of fend for myself, you know, I, I was a pretty hard worker um, to, in an attempt to get out of the prostitution work, I took up all sorts of various jobs, um, you know, working in an ice cream shop, working in a laundromat, working in a video shop, working behind a bar, um, lots of different jobs. So anyway, um, to get around to various jobs that I had, and as I said, I lived in Darwin, so there were quite a few places that were very spread out in that area. So I used to hitchhike everywhere. And um, let me tell you, when you don't have much money or no money at all, and you are familiar with working in the sex industry, it really is nothing to use sex as payment to get around. So a lot of the time I'm hitchhiking, I'm also paying for it that way. Now, you know, the thing about hitchhiking, from my perspective anyway, is you very much, I was very much at the, you know, at the mercy, I guess, of the driver. You know, I had where I wanted to go and they would take me as far as they wanted to take me, wouldn't they? And I guess depending on what I was prepared to pay, that would also determine how far or how close I got to my destination as well. And... You know, I, looking back, you know, I got in the car with some really questionable people, to be honest, and some very unkind people. Not all. Some were just really cool and nice people who saw a young girl thumbing it on the side of the road and gave me lifts. So I was really, really fortunate. However, you know, I also had some, like I said, questionable rides as well. And yeah, the whole time... I am I'm merely the passenger even though you know you might look at it as I was using people to get me to where I wanted to go the bottom line is I was giving my power over to the driver you know they determined where I what my destination would be to be honest I could say where I want to go however by letting them drive and sitting in the passenger seat, I am really on their journey, not mine. And so I didn't always make my destination uh, straight away and, you know, would take a few different um, trips sometimes to get where I wanted to go. So now when I look back at this and I look at life now, and what I think about is... How often in life now do we hand over driving to people outside of ourselves? And not always people, to circumstance. You know, that happened quite a bit with COVID when that happened. That, you know, depending on how it affected, you know, you personally or your environment, Perhaps that 
was what started actually driving your journey, driving your vehicle. You know, I can't get to the destination I want because of the driver. The thing is, that's really quite disempowering, isn't it? Because what you're doing is limiting your potential, what you're able to utilize, your resources. It's all being um, limited because you've accepted the role of passenger. And so how I approach this now, and it took me a while, like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a, um, oh, I'll just do that. <laughs> and, you know, pantene moment, overnight, everything's cool. Definitely wasn't like that. It takes time and practice to retrain ourselves to be in a driver's seat because we are really quite conditioned to question ourselves, to not trust ourselves. And so we often put the decision-making and therefore the consequences at the feet of other people. Now, when we do that, that, as I said, is disempowering because when we can finally own our decisions, our consequences, our outcomes, when we can own those, then that also means that we can own when we've done something amazing, when we've achieved something. And until you actually learn, until I learned how to accept responsibility for choosing the passenger seat, it was only then that I could step confidently into the driver's seat knowing and trusting that no matter where I ended up, I got this. It's okay. It might not be, you know, what I intended. However, I'll deal with that because I, I trust myself to overcome or accept or pivot, do whatever I've got to do in order to get the next step, the next part of the journey. And it's lacking that trust that puts us in the passenger seat. And please do not get this twisted. Sitting in the passenger seat is a choice. And we've all made it at one time or another. And so when we can see that and accept it and own it, then we'll, we'll be more confident and uh, more aligned to then move into the driver's seat and be living in a way where you determine the direction that you're going in. That is personal power. That's exciting because yes, it can be difficult when things go a bit pear-shaped and you sort of have to put your hand up and go, well, shit, yeah, that's on me. Wasn't my best, my best work. <laughs> That can be a bitter pill to swallow. And I've, I've swallowed it, so, you know, I get it. However, it also means that when you, you know, pivot, change, tweak, whatever you've got to do, and it works out, you also then can say, yeah, that was me too. I did that. And the more you can do that, the more that you can start to believe in the potential that you have. 
in achieving whatever you want to achieve. Because you're no longer doubting yourself. You actually trust yourself and you count on yourself. And that is so empowering. Brilliant. That was a nice quickie today, wasn't it? Um, tomorrow will be day nine of my December 10. Day nine is all about bitch to believer. So that'll be really cool. And um, I look forward to catching up with you then. See ya.